Being flawed matters. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I'm Stephanie Costello, a mom of three, wife, and avid mountaineer. Beyond all of these, I am, very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. Today, I have the pleasure of sharing with you Jeannie, who is a tapping into wealth coach who helps business owners, innovators, and creatives who suffer from anxiety, self-doubt, and worry get to a more calm, confident, and clear place so they can move forward in their life, achieve their goals, and live in a higher state of abundance. After co-writing and illustrating Flawed, How to Stop Hating on Yourself, Others, and the Things that Make You Who You Are... Jeannie began looking for the way to take that work further as her own worthiness issue issues made themselves known in her finances she chose a path forward that would allow her to attend that long-standing painful problem becoming a certified EFT emotional freedom technique practitioner and a tapping into wealth coach did more than help Jeannie to get to the core of the limiting beliefs and behaviors around money it gave her a passion for helping others to do the same. All righty. Hi, Jeannie. Thank you for being here on the Intimacy Truths podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, Stephanie. You're so welcome. I want to jump right into the name of your business, which realize what realize what matters. And, you know, making that a focus in our lives is so important. And when we talk about uh, the truths about intimacy, figuring out what really matters in our lives is really special. So how did you come about picking that as a, as a uh, business name? Well, originally it was uh, Realize Arts and Education because that was my focus and it was a not-for-profit. Um, but then along the way, because um, I started that in the 90s, I switched over to an LLC and changed the name to, because I used the phrase realize what matters a lot. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm enamored with the word realize. And as I kind of like fleshed it out a little bit, I realized like it's a really loaded word. And the definition of it is absolutely what my business is about now. So um, if you're interested, I can give you yeah. the Please. breakdown. Absolutely. Okay. Well, so, let's, let's start with uh, how you got to realize what matters, right? Let's do like a little bit of the story before. So then we can kind of tie it all together. Okay. So what got you to um, realize what matters? Like what was the, how did all of a sudden you realized what matters? So what was that? What was that like in your life? So for me, I would say that it has been, um, you know how like you work on the stuff that is your tripper upper, like the stuff that really gets you stuck is the stuff that ends up being what you get really good at and have an ability to help other people with. Yeah. So for a long time, it was my voice and being able to share my voice in the world and not mm. feeling comfortable doing that. So as the way to work on it, I, I, I created 
um, a program for girls and helping them to find, shape, and share their great girl voices. Mm. And I taught him story structure, uh, the hero's journey story structure, and had them do what I did, which was third person myself, and like create myself as a little cartoon character. And they loved doing that and set them off on a heroic journey of their own. So that was the work that then by doing that, I ended up working with some really cool young women and um, helping them put their voice out into the world. Mm. It melded together so that then like I was helping them in such a way that their voice became part of what I was doing. Yeah, and then seeing that I'm sure part of your journey, seeing their voice then helped you really solidify like my voice matters. And I'm so excited about making my voice and other people's voice, uh, you know, heard. Yes, yes, yeah. very much so. So special. I love it. Give me all these little uh, feel good juju uh, boost goosebumps. <laughs> uh, so is that where the book flawed came about in, in that journey? Correct. So I um, mentored a young woman, although really, truly, she mentored me oh, as yeah. well. It was like this reverse mentorship going on. And uh, her thing was the she was a pioneer of the anti-bullying movement. And she had a, um, a, a YouTube channel called We Stop Hate. Mm. And she used my not-for-profit as an umbrella to put it out there. And We Stop Hate really took off. It was the right thing at the right time, done in the right way. And as a result, a million video views on her YouTube channel. And it really turned into a movement. Yeah. And um, she, she was, what she really was, was genius at marketing, at getting her message out there. She got YouTube influencers to wear the We Stop Hate wristband. Wow. Everybody wanted the Our wristband. Yeah. Yeah. And that is like out of the We Stop Hate YouTube channel came the book Flawed, How to Stop Hating on Yourself, Others, and the Things That Make You Who You Are. Yeah, I love that. And I want to dig. I want to dig a little deeper into the the book and the writing of it and all that other journey. But before we go there, the uh, the mentorship ex experience back and forth. So she came to you to learn how to have her voice. You gave her her voice, and then did you help her write the book too? And and how did that? How does that process work? I I did. Um... Wait, say that again. I got, I got the mentorship confused. process. Sorry. How does the mentorship process work, or how did it work for you? Okay, so that's what it is. It's that I, she really, when I say mentored me, it was that she loved what I was doing with the great girl voices. I called it the Ruby books. And she said, I want to be Ruby advisor number one. She was <laughs> a 16 year old girl at the time. And she was like, I know, I know what you, what you need to do. And in the process of her helping me with the Ruby books, that's when she was like, hey, you know, I, I have this idea. Can you help me with that? So it was, wow. she really was more of like a peer than a kid that I yeah. was helping out. 
How special, how super cool. Uh, so now the, the, big, the big overarching sort of um, idea for today's podcast is to really bring to home the, what it means to be flawed and being okay with being flawed right? And giving people the opportunity, the power. Uh, my big overarching message is you're in control and how to break those cycles, embrace who you are and own your power, right? Take mm. back that power. And this book brings, gives that power, gives that voice to people. So please share a little bit about the book and, and what it was like writing it and going through it and all those other uh, wonderful experiences. All right. Well, uh, the first thing that we realized was that on the YouTube channel, there were all of these teenage voices um, sharing their tips and tricks around how to feel good about yourself. Because the very simple message of We Stop Hate was that when you feel good about yourself, you're not going to put others down. Oh, you wow. want other people to feel good too. That's true. Right? And so it was, you know, like, what are these teenagers tips and tricks for each other around like how to feel good about yourself. And we pulled, culled from all of those videos made by teenagers, amazing quotes. And so that was the, the connective force throughout the book. And then creating chapters around those quotes. And it was a little bit of a, uh, a head scratch, like how, how are we going to put this together? But in no time we realized like, oh my God, there's just uh, a ton of directions to go in. And yeah. I mean, I'd be curious to hear what, like of the things that you've read in the book, the things that stand out for you in terms of intimacy and-, and Yes. That. It starts with the person. It always starts with a person. It's why in the work that I do, I love talking about sexual health, but I don't get to have that conversation very often because so many of us have not found our voice yet, right? Mm -hmm. So when we start with the person and we really focus on, I love how you, it talks about um, not hating others and it, but it starts with you. And the mm -hmm. fact that you, the organize the book went to starting with the person right? You re literally went to the teenagers and was like, we hear you. We want your voice to be heard too. And thank you for sharing. So let's make this a part of how this works for, you know, society and getting people to understand that we are not just because we're flawed doesn't mean we're terrible humans. And I, th I think it was you. And I've used this quote several times since the last time we met, um, uh, pain is an op uh, pain is inevitable suffering is an option was that yes, you did yes, say that to yeah. me and i have repeated that to so many people because it's so powerful that statement is so powerful in itself and so bringing this making this a regular conversation this this book the thing about it's interesting um we learn something, we take it, we put it on a shelf, right? Oftentimes there's like people have stacks and stacks and stacks of books, but that book flawed is literally core foundational skills that will everyone at some point will need in their life. It is not, there's no parenting book that says, Hey, parent your kids this way. So they don't feel flawed. So they don't hate others. Right. That core foundational skill will be taken with people for the rest of their lives. And when we're, when we take that, literally that amazing skill, 
and we just kind of throw it on the shelf, we're doing such a disservice to our society and our population because media is going to continue to play whatever they're going to play. And the news outlets and whatever else is just going to continue doing what they want the world and where they want to guide the world. So the more we talk about these very basic things that we should be learning, you know, that book, even though it was written by teenagers, seventh, sixth, fifth graders could read that book and be able to apply it to themselves. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the idea. It's like, it, it's for all ages, because unfortunately, you know, it's not like you're saying, you know, one and done, like, oh, I read that book. Now I'm all, I'm all good yeah. with my uh, ability to accept myself just the way I am. Right. It's ongoing. And um, so to write it in a way where, uh, you know, taking, that's the thing, teenagers really say things in such a smart way. Um, a fun way, a funny way, an insightful way. Um, but then, so taking then what they had to say and then flushing it out so that it's like, wait a minute, like if I'm not my flaws, who am I, what am I? And really exploring that. It's a very philosophical book, actually. It is, and it's it's something that if we had in our back pocket, right? And the, the thing about... Um, don't get me wrong, media, writing, like our voice, our voice deserves to be heard always. There's parts of our voice, like we're talking more business now where people take what they've learned and they twist it and they make it their own and then they repackage it. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, that's great. We all have our place in the world. We all have the things that we need to do. With that said, there's, there's a portion of what is that core skill that needs to be taught to the world? Because not everybody was fortunate enough to learn. Like, I am so thankful for that book because now I get to take that book and apply that to my family. Those skills I mean, I have obviously with the schooling and education, everything and experience, I have some skills, but there's still things I can take and apply to my life because they were not applied to me as kids. And they most certainly were not applied generationally before me. And so now this, that again, this book is something that can be regurgitated forever. We could continue like, uh, have you ever read the book, uh, When Friends and Influence People? Yes, yes, it's yes. so old, but yes. everyone it's like the number one recommended like business book. And so that was the first book ever recommended to me when I first started business. And so that thing that may it has very core foundational skills that can be applied no matter where we move as a society. So um, I'm really passionate about that piece of giving people their power, but giving them the core foundational skill that gives them their power instead of saying, instead of buttering them up and saying, wow, look at you, you're so powerful. No, because once you're gone, they're not going to, you can't, they, they're, they may not have gained the skill to butter themselves up. So right. that, you know, to give them ownership of their, of their path and to give them ownership of their truths. And I use the word intimacy truths, but you know, their truth is so powerful. So thank you for sharing your journey with us all. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And really, I mean, like the, the idea of it being, it's a practice. It's, it's, it's it something is. that you must practice. Therefore, it's like, you got to get good with practice. And so it's the idea of bringing the spirit of playfulness yeah. to practice and the sense of like, oh, perspective is like a really important thing to practice and how to have a, a different perspective than the one that comes up 
initially for us. Yes. And to um, be okay with our flaws, <laughs> you know? Right. 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 That that's a perspective that we're not given because there's money to be made on yeah. people not being okay with their flaws and needing to do stuff to. Yeah. And guess what? There's other people in this world that have that skill that you you could, if you want to fight hard to, to gain that skill, sure, go for it. It's going to take a long time because it's a an inability, right? We can always strengthen our inabilities or our flaws. For example, being diagnosed with PTSD, I have memory challenges. So there's a lot of times where I need some help with recalling the memory before I can remember it. And even then, sometimes what I remember is not what someone was attempting to convey to me. So I start that conversation with, hey, a flaw of mine is I'm really challenged here. So if you're going to be have a hard time with my challenge, I just want to know so that we can work through this flaw together. Right. And and so on and so forth. And so uh, when we just accept ourselves for who we are and love ourselves to the fullest extent, good, bad or indifferent, that life cannot be taken away from you. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's so bad. Giving your voice is giving life to, to people. So. Yes, yes. And, and, and even going so far in the other direction that I've, I've actually gone in where it's about, for me now, embracing mm -hmm. my flaws, like, like, like just being like, oh my God, this is like such an aspect of me. And to be in battle with it is so exhausting. So okay. why not just like I'm accident prone, like I, 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 I do something fantastic and then I bump into the furniture and I can count on it. And instead of being upset about it, it's just like, all right, that's my way in the world, yeah. apparently. Well, that brings, reminds me too, we didn't get to talking about uh, realize what matters. So tell me, tell us about more about what it is that you love to focus on and how I, is it related to like the flawed piece and how to shift that flawedness or that perspective in yourself? Right. Well, yes. So the way that it all comes together, um, and again, it's like I'm the conduit for my business. So um, working on self-esteem and self-acceptance issues, and I became very aware that my self-esteem issues really showed up in my ability to earn. Okay. And I, it, it's the case for a lot of people um, but it's not something that people like to talk about because it doesn't seem like you've got your act together if you're not a good earner in mm -hmm. the world. And so I just hated that aspect of my life, my finances. And when I finally um, said to myself, you know, if you don't deal with this, it's, you're going to deal, you're going to be suffering with it the rest of your life. And so let's, figure out the way forward with this. And tapping is the modality that I, I landed on um, to help myself with my own self-esteem issues and how they affected my, my income. Um, so it all, okay, so this is how it, it, it yeah. ties together with realize is that the definition of the word realize, I was really uh, focused on the first two definitions of realize, which is, you know, first you like you vividly conceive of something. So it's, you know, you, you're able to really understand something, you realize something that way. But then you realize something by 
bringing it into the physical world. You, you manifest it. Yeah. Um, well, there's a third definition to realize, which is like you realize a sale. So you receive in exchange for what it is that you've vividly conceived of and then brought into the world. Yeah. The third part of the equation is receiving yeah. in exchange for it. And I and I, then I was like, oh my God, this is where to focus my business because it has been my Achilles heel. And now I'm, I'm all about shining light on it and helping other people with it. So special. So tell us more about tapping and maybe a demonstration might be helpful. I know for the listeners on the uh, podcast, we're going to be putting our, the video on YouTube. And so uh, we'll, we'll get that all set up and put all of the uh, links in the show notes. But so please, if it would, you be okay with doing a, a, a small demonstration on what tapping is? Yep. Sure. Sure. So it's, it's extraordinarily simple. It's, it's tapping on certain points on the body, mostly in the, the, the head and the upper body that um, are acupuncture points, acupressure points. So tapping, also known as emotional freedom techniques, is effective because it combines the, the, the ancient science and art of acupuncture with the more modern science and art of psychology. Mm. So while you're tapping on these points that are extremely powerful, I mean, you only have to tap lightly, you're, what's happening is you're bringing down your stress response. That's what it does. So the idea is that you focus on something that is a challenge for you, something that is either a, a limiting belief, like I, I cannot earn $100,000 a year, I, I cannot earn um, $20,000 a year, you know, and the feelings that that brings up. You tap on the points and you really focus on the issue, the pressing issue. Mm which usually while you're focusing on it, sends you into fight or flight. The tapping brings you into a calm space. And so that's the way in which you are rewiring your brain. You're tapping on these points, focusing on the pressing issue, the difficulty, and you're rewiring. You're, you're no longer in a stress response around it you are back in your right mind. You're, yeah. you're resourceful yeah. again, you're creative again. And so it's this very, very simple but incredibly effective technique for getting you out of the amygdala, the, the fight or flight response back there in your brain mm -hmm. and into your prefrontal cortex. And by using your senses and so the the, when you do that, when you do the tapping, it's, it's making you realize the thought that you're having is, you know, head trash from other, another time in your life. And right. so when you're tapping, it's, it's centering you and it's bringing you back to the current and pulling you out of that, that fight, that past response. Exactly. And that past response is unprocessed trauma. Probably right. it's like some living in your subconscious, but 
the fact that the subconscious is running the show that it's like 85, I've heard everywhere from like 85 to 95% of what it is that drives us. Yeah. And we're, and it's subconscious, we're yeah. unaware of it. And yeah. so to have a tool that allows you to access the subconscious and allows you to bring down the stress response, it's, and that it's, you can use it on yourself. Yeah anywhere, anytime. Right. Remarkable. It is remarkable. I love this. This has been such a great conversation. Um, the, this is, see this stuff I, is so powerful. It literally is so powerful and it's simple little things that can move people's lives in ways that they never expected or thought was even an option. And so bringing this to uh, everyone in society and bringing this, like speaking this into the, this stuff into the universe and gaining the power. I, one of my bigger, you know, goals is how to teach people how to uh, gain control of the engine of their body, which is their brain. We know how to press the gas pedal. Maybe we know how to put some lotion on and put some oil in the engine, right? But we don't know how to work with our own brains. And we just are on autopilot, which the brain is designed to have an autopilot, you know? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the work that you do and for um, having the grit and the determination to make your voice heard because now you have made such an impact and such a wave. Uh, you know, we're, we're constantly fighting these waves in our society and people like you and I get to give that fight back with our waves and our waves, even though they're quieter, they're actually much louder in my opinion. So. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> thank you. Oh, Stephanie, thank you for having me. This You're was so really welcome. fun to talk to you. This has. Thank you.